Welcome back to Run the Table, and guess what? What? We are back. I forget what button it is on here. I'm going to take a guess. We're back! Back. Ah, College football is back, folks. Doesn't get much better than this. we got some week zero action. Got week one just around the corner, and we decided that we probably weren't going to get to the Thursday-Friday games, so why not just throw them into the week zero episode? Because to be quite frank with you, um, the the week zero lines are a little weird with uh, who's playing. Yeah, um, some goofy teams we don't know a ton about. Maybe you do, um, but I sure as hell don't. I, I I know a little bit about the team that's favored. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll see how it works, but, um, yeah, week zero kind of spawns, so we had to... Okay, let's... Uh-oh. Let's take it down a couple notches, please. Are you okay there? Yeah, sorry. I was fumbling with my cord. Got it, though. Um, we're super excited. This is college football pick em, right? We had all, a huge amount of success. If you want to make some bank, you listen to this pick em show. Here we go. We gave you, you, you know, picks. You want to know how good we were? Uh... I was 74, 58, and 5 on the college football season. That includes bowl games. Obert was 72, 58, and 4. Mike, on the other hand, was 58, 59, and 4. He's not with us right now, but he will have picks um, that, that do count against his record um, when the time becomes right. But, you know, Mike, mm-hmm. he's a Sasabaka. Oh, a big one. And then when you get into underdogs, I mean, Obert, far and away, was the best Just underdog guy. Had an unbelievable season. 12 Miracle points. season. 12 points. Me and Mike were tied with seven. And the way underdog works is it's one point for a... Win. Or a cover. A cover. It's two points for a win if it's nine and a half or less. Yes, or then, I, I think we cut it off at three. I think it had to be three points or more. Yes. It was three to nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And then... Anything that was double digits was three points. It was three points, and I think we added a twist at the end where it was four or maybe even oh, five. Oh, we did for 20. For 20 yes, it was four points for 20. A, uh, Kansas at TCU yep. game that was right down to the wire. Luckily, yep. you didn't. Otherwise, I would have been, been trouble, right there. But yeah, it I was had, four points for 20. That's right. And then we said five points for 30, but you'd have to be crazy to take a 30-point dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 12 points. Think about it this way, folks. That's like... Basically, at least covering every single week. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is that is ridiculous numbers. Um, so, it was a great season, and I'm going to keep it up. Are you? Heck yeah. And it's going to start this week? It's going to start this week, baby. So, we got five games for you that we're going to pick the two of us. And, obviously, Mike will pick those. And then we're each going to have our individual locks and underdogs. They can't be the same. We made that rule up because we didn't want to talk about the same game. We wanted to have some variety. It also makes it so that if you are in the lead, you can't just pick the same games as other people and, and handicap or kneecap them yeah. from coming back and winning. I, um, like I believe... At some point, we had lock records. I don't know what happened to those. I don't think there's a need for it. You're still we just not, put we put it into the overall record. So and that's the better way. Underdogs, you need a specific category because you're banking on teams winning that could be you know 25 point uh, underdogs. So it's like really you know unlikely yeah. for that to happen. So we had to make a point system, and that worked out. But it worked out lock, really well, actually. Yeah, the locks thing. It's like it's just like picking a regular game. Yeah. It's just one we're not talking about. And then when we get to the NFL, the underdog system is you win or you lose. Yep. 
because I, I think that's how we did it. Well, the problem in the NFL is it's like the spreads aren't that big. Exactly. The biggest spread you you'll can't, see you is can't, 17, 19 yeah. points. I, I, think, I think we did it. We kept it separate, but we also had record. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was a record uh, system. Who won so. the NFL underdog? Do we know? Um, I can go look. Hold on a second. Got you on the spot a little bit. Uh, yeah, you did. Fooled you. Hold on. Caught you with your pants down. Yeah, actually, I think I think that's a better way to describe it. Okay. Um, uh, I have overall records. It's not that important. I don't know about underdogs. I don't know. I don't know where I'd be able to find those. Maybe we, I, I don't know if maybe we, oh yeah, we did. We did do it. Okay. I, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. I know at least as of, um, week, it would have been, I don't know, probably week 12 or 13. Um, Mike was five four and one. I was five five and one. You were three and eight. Oh yeah, for the tough, underdog. Tough going. Underdog. So uh, it is what it is. I, I don't know. I I, I need to keep a better track. Uh, I need to do a better job of keeping track of those things. Yeah. Okay. Well, we digress. We digress. Okay. Let's get into let's get into these games. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got five games that we're going to pick. I mentioned that um, two of them are from week zero this weekend, and then three of them are from Thursday and or Friday. So we got Nebraska uh, versus Northwestern in Dublin, Ireland. Woo. That is this the Irish. We got Wyoming at Illinois. Picked an Illinois game last year. That was week zero. That yep. was Illinois-Nebraska. Um, we've got the backyard brawl, West Virginia and Pitt, happening next Thursday. Um, we got Penn State and Purdue also happening next Thursday. And then we got Virginia Tech at ODU. Mm. We thought that game was interesting. You can watch it. I believe it, we said it was on ESPNU. Um, so it's a, a little it's bit more Old Dominion. available. It's at Old Dominion. That's why we uh, That's a Friday night game. Virginia Tech always opens the season on a Friday night. They did mm-hmm. last year against North Carolina. Understand, man. That was a really cool environment. And we both we both saw that game coming a mile away. Yeah, I took Virginia Tech, I think, to win outright. Yep. And, we both uh, did. They did. And they were dogs, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. They I'm were pretty dogs. Sure they were dogs. North and we were Carolina like, was the 10th ranked team in the country. And, and we were like, this line smells fishy. Mm-hmm. Something about it doesn't smell right. And and more often than not, we're going to be right. Um, what really hurt us, or at least hurt me, was when I was, when I was when when it came to my teams, I couldn't, couldn't really separate that. So if I'm picking my, for my team, just know that that's not my best advice. But otherwise, I'm usually pretty good. Um, I'm kind of the opposite. Picking as... You know, some of my favorite teams is where I made a lot of my money in the yes, NFL and college football. I mean, Michigan, obviously, I rode that train to death. Um, I picked them every single time. The, every single time. Did you? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know you picked them to lose a couple of times, but I don't think... In the Ohio State game, at least. No, I... I in the... On the official document, I picked Michigan to cover. Yeah. And, and so, so it, I think the, the spread was like, what... Double digits, it's like seven. I think was it only seven? I think so. Okay. Well, yeah, I picked them to cover. So, yeah. um, and then I didn't pick against Michigan. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, Purdue. I had them beating Iowa. And yeah, they that did. Was, that was that was awesome. Nobody had that. Bang called it. And you call and you called it right when you saw the line. You're like, yeah, I don't care. Man, give me, give me. Purdue. Yeah, I was like, what's the line? Eh, it doesn't matter. Give me Purdue. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yep. First game on the docket. It's going to be the first game of the college football season outside of, I think, Austin P and uh, Western Kentucky. I don't know which game kicks off first, technically. This one in Dublin, Ireland. Nebraska, minus 13, taking on the Northwestern Wildcats. Over, what are you feeling? What's, what's your, what's your, what are your, uh, your knees and joints telling you? I love Northwestern plus 13. Listen, uh, Nebraska is a... You know, I think they could have a really great year this year. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, the brutal year last year. What was it? Two wins, three wins? Three um, wins, three and nine. One win in, in Big Ten regular season. We saw how that Northwestern yep. game went. They crushed 
the Northwestern 56 to 7. 56 to 7. So, um, interesting game there. You know, maybe gives me a bad feeling about it. But I'm going to go Northwestern plus 13. I'll tell you exactly why. It's Northwestern. It's Pat Fitzgerald. It's opening week. Last year opening week, Nebraska struggled. Lost outright to Illinois, folks. Northwestern traditionally is a fantastic defensive team. They regressed last year. But I'll tell you something. When you talk about these early week games, it matters about quarterback situations, yada, yada, yada. Nebraska's got a new quarterback. I like Casey Thompson, but he's brand new to the yep. system. It's going to take a while. I mean, heck, also, we're not even, I don't think they'll have the coldest Crawford either. True. We're not even going to be in September when this game starts. Nebraska is absolutely going to be trying to you know yep. figure out the system, figuring out the ins and outs. Obviously, they had a rough year last year. Don't have a lot of momentum going into this year. I think that this is going to be a relatively low-scoring close game. Northwestern obviously had a lot of moving parts going into this season as well. But when you're kind of stuck, we don't have anything to go off of from the pre- previous weeks, I'm going to go with the better coach. And yeah. it's Pat Fitzgerald, and it's not relatively close. Give me Northwestern plus 13. Yeah, I'm with you on the plus 13. There, That's too many points for me in a week, zero, in a week zero game, uh, especially when both teams haven't played yet. Um, and I, I fell into the trap last year of, of taking Nebraska and the points uh, in Week Zero last year, and, and they ended up losing to Illinois in, in a pretty embarrassing fashion. I mean, I I, I shit talked Brett Bielema the entire week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire episode was basically uh, a huge mistake, uh, and and it came back and bite and bit me in the ass. And I'm not gonna let it happen again. If Scott Frost beats me this time, at least I'm riding or dying with my boy Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. And that's an honorable way to go out. It is an honorable way to go out. Plus, I, By the way, I think we both think Nebraska wins overall. Yes, yes. I mean, Nebraska is a better team. Northwestern was And it's in last Ireland. Year. And it's in Ireland. I think low-scoring game, 13 yeah. points is just too many. It's just too many. If it's a low-scoring game, you're basically going to, at 13 points, you're basically telling me Northwestern is going to get shut out. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen. Absolutely not. I no. just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I see this game, I don't know, 20 to... 13 I think it's like a, I think it's like, like a tw- I think it's like a 21-10, 21-14 game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen folks, it's not like we're going to, you know, come out with a huge right hook to start this. You know, I'm not going to say Northwestern's going to win out right. Yeah. But I love this number. 13 is ridiculous for a Nebraska team that won. I get it. They're Nebraska. They're a huge brand. They probably had a fantastic recruiting. No, actually they didn't. Um but, you know, Casey Thompson, I get it. It would be fun to try and root for them to score 100 yeah. points, but it's not going to happen. I think, I think eventually they'll find their stride, but I don't think it's this week. No, week zero? Hell no. Game number two, Wyoming at Illinois. So a couple Big Ten teams in action this Saturday. 11 points favorite are the Fighting Illini at home to open up the season. They played week zero, as we mentioned already. Last year against Nebraska, were able to come out victorious in this one. What are you going to go? I'm going with Illinois. Um... Obviously, 11 is kind of a weird number because you're missing out on 10 and 9 and 8 and 7, all those, you know, good ends. Um, so you're kind of ha- having to hope for a two touchdown win from Illinois. Yeah. But listen, they had a fantastic end to their regular season last year. They came up with that huge shocker over Penn State, who ended up kind of being buns. <laughs> Not um, that great. Minnesota, that was a huge win. They were really good towards the end of the year. I think I picked Illinois as my underdog in that game, too. I think so. And Illinois won outright. It was just a crazy game. Um, and then, obviously, they almost beat us, Purdue, who finished 9-4 and four on the season. So, Illinois really had a lot of momentum going into the end of the season and now into this game in Week 0. Obviously, we know what they did last year, Week 0. One as an underdog at home against Nebraska. That was a huge win for them. So I like Illinois. I think, I mean, I don't know a ton about the team, yeah. but I know they've got a lot of momentum right now. I don't know about uh, much about Wyoming, but I don't need to. I'm going to take Illinois, and I think they win by 17, maybe even 20. 
Week zero, um, I picked against Illinois last year. I'm going to do it again. But I think they win. I think they win. I just don't like the number. Mm. I don't like the number in, in, in the first week of the season. I don't know enough about these two teams, um, you, you know, as a whole. Wyoming, I know, is going to be is going to be somewhat competitive in the Mountain West. It's um, the Mountain West is going to be a very good conference this oh, yeah. year. Um, I just don't know. I just don't think Illinois is going to be that good of a team. I think they're sitting around the four and eight, five and seven range. Uh, I, I do think they win, but I think it's more than likely it's going to be ten points. I, I see. I see very likely a spot where Wyoming hits a backdoor cover in garbage time. Mm, that scares me a little bit because also. As good as Illinois was at the end of the season, it was a lot of 2017. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was low pen, scoring. Exactly. They're not, they're, That's kind of their identity. It, exactly. Illinois' offense, especially with Brett Bilama, Brett Bilama, is not a high-powered, let's put up 100 points. It's it's really grinded out. And, and I mean, their quarterbacks last year, um, Brandon Peters and uh, Art Sitkowski, they literally ran in, they ran I formation the entire time against Penn State. It yep. was, it was like, it was like this is this is old fashioned football. I think that game ended up being uh, it, after regulation was like ten ten. Yep. It was like it was ugly. It was disgusting. I think it might have been like six to six or something because <laughs> it went to eight overtimes. It was, it was unbelievable. Art Sitkowski broke his wrist. Yeah, it was well, it was such an ugly game. Season. I enjoyed it so much. It was so much fun. Um, I just, I just think with this Illinois team now, they could surprise me here, but I'm going to err on the side of caution and take the points here. Okay. Uh, next game on the docket, backyard brawl, West Virginia at Pitt. Pitt laying seven here. I hate taking favorites. It's Everybody the, knows it's that. the first time they've done that. That this that these two teams have played. I think eight years. This oh. used to be like a yearly rivalry back when both teams wore uh, ACC teams or Big East teams. I think. Um, after the dis- disbansion of the uh, Big East Conference, I think both went to the ACC for a little bit, and then West Virginia left for the Big 12. I think West or Virginia, West Virginia was just... No, you know what? I think West Virginia might have gone to the American, maybe, and then gone to the Big 12. That sounds right, yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, Pitt obviously just went straight to the to the ACC. Too big of a... Uh, football brand. Basketball power. And, and, and football, football brand. brand. I mean, Pitt is... They haven't been great... Um, for the past like ten, obviously well, discounting yeah, last year, they were like, but they yeah. were fantastic at the back end or during the two thousands, especially the back end mm-hmm. of the two thousands. Yep, and then we're like terrible from like twenty ten to twenty fifteen. Yeah. But basketball, they were rolling at mm-hmm. that time because yep. of Jamie Dixon, and that was just a heck of a few teams there. That rivalry with Syracuse mm-hmm. was going. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good fit for the ACC. Anyways, I have Pitt winning the Coastal this year. Um, That's true, you I do. I think West Virginia is going to be a really solid team. Uh, JT Daniels, it's hard not to like him. He is an absolute stud. But despite losing a couple of their big-name guys, I think Pitt has a lot of Purdue to him. Uh, they return a lot Fair. of their best players. And obviously that Narduzzi system works. And like I said... He's a know, great coach. Week zero, you always got to go with a better coach. And uh, that's what I'm going to do here. Obviously, it's seven points. I'm going to swallow the points. And I'm going to hope it'll be... You know, Pitt just outplays them. But listen, it's week z- or, uh, week one, ESPN, you know, just right in the prime time. Huge game for Pittsburgh. Had a great year last year. They're obviously going to be fired up to play this one. I think the, I think the juju, the juice, the momentum carries them. And they win by, you know, 14, 17 points. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going underdog again. Wow. Um, and I, I like this that. isn't something I do often. I don't take a ton of underdogs, but I really, underdogs. I really like West Virginia this season to, to be one of those teams that against the spread is going to be like ten and two, but the record isn't going to like really be that amazing. Mm. But they're just, they're just going to break a lot of, a lot of bets. I, I feel like with JT Daniels, with Graham Harrell, their offensive Harrell, their offensive coordinator, who JT Daniels had in US at USC, uh-huh. I think there's, there's a lot of meshing there in that system JT Daniels is comfortable for the first time since being at USC which if you'll remember he was actually pretty solid a quarterback there before you know the whole Keaton Slovis Slovis and and he got hurt and and the coaching situation and and all of that I think JT Daniels has has a bounce back season I think West Virginia is going to be a very very good ATS team Mm. Um, and seven points is a weird number I feel like West Virginia is going to win this game outright. I'm not wow, a huge fan of like Pitt that. this season. Um, I do like West Virginia to go into Pitt. It's a re- it's a renewal of the rivalry. Okay. I think both teams are going to come in fighting. I think it's going to be relatively low scoring. I would imagine a four point game. I mean, if Pitt were to win, but I do think that West Virginia could pull off the quote unquote upset here. Okay. Next game uh, on the on the docket: Penn State Purdue. Penn State three point favorite traveling to Ross Aid Stadium. Um. I wasn't relatively surprised by this line. Um, you know, they hate us because they ain't us as a <laughs> Purdue guy. Um, and it is what it is. Bryce is the Purdue shirt on. I got Mackie. I got Mackie on right now. Um, I'm taking Purdue. I mean, is that any surprise? Of course not. No. Um, honestly, quite frankly, we kind of tend to get off to slow starts in some seasons. That, that's been the case throughout uh, Jeff Brom's tenure. But last year, we actually got out to a pretty hot start. Yep. Started out 2-0, obviously dropped to a... Really talented Notre Dame team that ended up, mm-hmm. I think, you know, being in the finishing in the top ten, losing obviously the Fiesta Bowl, but really talented Notre Dame team we lost to in week three. But it was a close game. Yep. So we started out well last year. I hope that continues this year with the same quarterback, same coach, same coordinators, a lot of returning players on defense, um, enough returning players offensively. It's going to be interesting. The O line should be really good. Um, Running back, it'll be more of the same. Obviously, no Xander Horvath, but we Shoot. weren't big fans. Shoot. You know? Dang it. Oh, darn it. Dang it. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more speed at that position. <laughs> Xander Horvath, who runs like a 65-year-old arthritic man. And his 40 somehow like 4.58. I don't get it. I literally don't get how that man runs a 4.58. Oh, my gosh. And maybe his acceleration. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyways, um, it's a lot of continuity with this Purdue team. Penn State, meanwhile... I don't know. I mean, they started out slowly against Indiana in the COVID year. We all remember that. They yep. dropped that game to Michael Penix Jr. and that Indiana team. Um, last year, I think they start, started out kind of hot, but still. Yeah, they beat um, Auburn at their place. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm going to go with Purdue. Love this. I think they went out right by four. This, yeah. is, this is one of the biggest games for Purdue. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely. you know big noon. It's going to be Joel Clad. It's going to be Gus Johnson. Yep. You're going to have the environment. Aiden O'Connell it's a coming back. Night game. And we know how good Purdue is at Ross Aid. Yep. You got to get. You got to go with Purdue here. Yeah, and I'm I'm wearing this shirt. I'm going to pick Purdue. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Penn State's going to be that good this season. Yeah, they returned Sean Clifford. I'm not a huge Sean Clifford fan. Um, if you if you listen last year, I know you you respect him more than I do. Um. I just don't think they they lost a lot of key contributors defensively and offensively and offensively. I mean, you talk about losing Jahan Dotson, the number one receiving threat. It's going to be extremely tough for this offense 
to to kind of have the same gumption that they did last year. And when Sean Clifford went out, and this is all credit to him, I mean, that offense looked lost. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at how they lost to Illinois. They put Their offense was stagnant as, as and stiff as ever could be. Um, but early in the season, I mean, they were rolling. And, you know, I, I picked against them, I think, every chance I could. I picked Auburn, mm-hmm. picked Iowa. Um, the Iowa ended up being ended up being right, but that was such a bad pick. <laughs> but and before Sean Clifford got hurt, it was like, oh god, this they what, were like what was I thinking? Seven or something what was, like what was I thinking? Then after he gets hurt, all of a sudden Iowa starts coming back because of a few picks. Yep. I was like, oh I guess god. I was right. <laughs> um, but like you said, Purdue, um, they have one of the most experienced quarterbacks in college football. Boy, I hope um, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it sixth season? Yeah. Uh, Somebody else is more experienced. Holy shit. And, 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 be- and the big problem why you guys started out a little bit slower last year was, for whatever reason, Brom would oh, not yeah, make that's true too. AOC the starting quarterback full time. Yeah. And then once he did, it was like a completely different team. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, and so, I mean, this is a team that's going to pass the ball probably 45, 50 times a game. I mean, yep. conservatively, <laughs> it, it just oh, is. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, you talk about first game of the season, Purdue's coming off of one of their best seasons as of, as of recent, the, the excitement is high, uh, on, on Purdue's campus for football season, which oh, yeah. is never the case. It's always basketball, basketball, mm-hmm. basketball. Uh, the stadium's going to be packed. It's a night game. I don't think Penn State knows what they're getting themselves into. Absolutely not. Last game uh, of of the commonalities, Virginia Tech at Old Dominion, a Virginia rivalry that isn't really a rivalry, I guess you would say. Virginia Tech, the Hokies, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, what, what are you thinking? I love this game. I love it that we picked it. Quite honestly, it's at Old Dominion. I can't really believe that Virginia Tech was willing to travel there, but I mean, I think it's absolutely awesome. I'm going with Old Dominion plus eight and a half. Um, I don't know hardly anything about Old Dominion other than it's at Old Dominion, and they, those fans better be ready to go because this has got to be their Super Bowl. It's <laughs> you would think, one. right? It is a Friday night. You're hosting a Power Five team. I know when we played Syracuse last year, we had or Ohio U. Yes. He had so many We were people. packed to the brim. It, it was, didn't matter because yes. Sean Tucker just ran all over us. But. Yeah, it was it was ugly. It was ugly, but <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. We had a full house, and I'm sure Old Dominion is going to be the same. As far as Virginia Tech goes, it is a lot of replacing yep. and new stuff on the offensive side, and the defense wasn't very good last year, and it's a weird number at eight and a half, meaning if Old Dominion can get at eight or seven or six or five or four, I think Virginia Tech figures it out and finds a way to win this game and a close one, but I love the number at eight and a half, and it's Old Dominion at their place. Yep. I don't think Virginia Tech's going to be a very good team this year. Hammer Old Dominion. Both teams were six and seven last year. I think I think Old Dominion comes in with a, a, a better identity offensively. I don't really know what Virginia Tech's plan is. Um, they were, after that North Carolina win, they were as high as, as high could be, and, and they were completely overranked. Me and you knew it. It was like, mm-hmm. we just think North Carolina is not very good. Uh, well, I watched that game, and as soon as I saw it, it was like a 17-7 <laughs> was, game. It was ugly, like yeah. 24-4. I don't know what it was, but it was a low-scoring, ugly game. A lot of penalties, a lot of turnovers. I was just like, I don't think either of these teams are going to be very good. And I'm very reactionary to week one, but even then, I was like, <laughs> I got Virginia Tech like 25. I think AP had them like 15. Yeah, it was like, like it was like, well, because they oh, had North yeah. Carolina at like 10. They had them at start 10. the season. Whoa. And so, and so it was like, oh, okay. I just don't think Virginia Tech's that good of a team right now. I, I think they, um, after losing Frank Beamer, uh, you know, it's... Justin Fuente. It's they got Fuente now. And he's just, he's not Frank Beamer. Mm-mm. He's not. I mean, Frank he Beamer... rolling after he Frank did. Beamer for a few well, that's years. Because, that's because he was, he was taking all the recruits. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing about, uh, the thing that people don't really, 
that that are new to college football is I, I, Frank Beamer might be one of the most underrated coaches of yep. all time. What he did Absolutely. for that Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech program for twenty years, for twenty plus years, was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, he put him on the map a couple of years. I think they won the ACC twice. Yep. Which uh, Virginia Tech football winning the ACC? Come on, really? Yeah. It was it was fantastic. With Fuente, I just don't think they're very good. Um, eight was, and a half, weird number. Beamer was there with uh, Mike Vick, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, he was. Uh, ODU uh, uh, and eight and a half just seems, plus eight and a half, seems like the right pick. Backdoor, backdoor cover's there. I mean, yep. you're getting seven, you're getting eight, you're getting six. Yep. I, I don't see Virginia Tech putting up a ton of points, which makes me feel a lot better about this line. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna go all underdogs. Five underdogs. Five what underdogs. A, what a start to the I don't year. do That's that much. Awesome. I don't do that much. Don't, awesome. get, don't get used to it, but I did it. Collectively, did it. we took eight underdogs and two favorites. That's awesome. That just shows who we are as a podcast. Now just wait until you start. we start picking Texas and USC games, and then he'll change his tune. Texas is going to be the underdog, probably, because they hate us because they I don't think Texas us. will ever be the underdog. And USC is going to be the underdog because they hate us because they ain't us. Well, Texas will be the underdog in the Alabama game. Yeah, and I'm going to take that dog, and maybe. It. And that's Let's it. Let's go. I wonder what that line is going to be. I'm interested to see that line. I'm going to take Alabama. I'll guess it right now. It depends on what Texas does week one. Exactly. Because that's a week two game, right? Yep, week two game. I'll say Alabama will be a 17 and a half. I hate that. I hate that line. No, I hate that line. Boom. I think I just nailed it. The, the, The Miami line is 14 and a half. I think it was more than that. No, it was 14 and a half. Are you I re- sure? I re- yes, I remember. I remember oh. very vividly that it was 14 and a half. Because I said, I said if it was 20, I would still take Alabama. <laughs> I, was, I remember saying that. You would have um, been right. You would have been right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you know, if it is 17 and a half, I'm going to take Texas. I'm not going to like it. Yeah. But I'm going to take Texas. You got to, man. <laughs> I mean, and that's probably what it's going to be. I really think that'll, that'll be I think I think we'll be sitting at 11 or 12. You think so? Yeah, I think it's going to be in that range. I'm going to take Alabama because Texas isn't even ranked right now, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't crazy. know how they're, they're not, not ranked. ranked. They're going to come out. They're going to put up. I don't even know who they're playing. Are they playing? Are they playing ULM? Think, yeah, UL. Um, yeah, Louisiana Monroe. They're going to put up 65, 70 points <laughs> a week one, and and all of a sudden they're going to be they're going to be a ranked opponent. And you yep. don't you don't make a ranked opo- a ranked game um, in week two. Uh, I guess maybe they they did last year for. Miami, Alabama. Um, I got. Oh, who knows? But I'm no hoping. I'm yet. hoping that's a, a eleven and a half, twelve, something around there. So you can. So you can take, as, lo- as long as take I can, Bama and keep your dignity. As long as I can have Bama two touchdowns, I'm good. Okay, that's that's Fair. all I need. Uh, let's get into our. You want to do locks or underdogs first? Let's go with the dogs first, and let's go with the locks. Okay, what you got for your lock? Uh, all right. So this this one's a little bit. I'm going with Michigan State. I'm a Michigan man. How do I? How do I? You know, because you're unbiased. Um, kind of. Oh, if if people remember from last year, I had a pretty sizable lock curse. It was ugly. Uh, (laughs) I think it went about five, six weeks. I think. Yeah, I think for the first six weeks of the season, no matter NFL or college football, you could not get a lock right. And not only could I not get a lock right for a few weeks, my locks not only didn't cover, they lost. They outright lost. And so my thinking is here, I'm going to take Michigan State minus 20. I think it's a good number. number. I think it's going to cover. I don't know much about Western Michigan, but I know Michigan State puts out absolutely scores. They, yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly what they did last year. Obviously, they're replacing Kenneth Walker, but holy cow. They score and they score and they score. So I think this will be a high-scoring game that Michigan State wins, I think, 38 to 10, 38 yeah. to 7, something like that. And I cover easily. I was stunned by this number. It's at 20 right now. I think it'll probably go up because I think this is a Thursday game. It's a Thursday game, yeah. Um, so No, that, it's a Friday. 
Oh, actually, okay. it is a Friday game. So I think in that time, it'll probably go up a bit, but I'm so happy to take it at 20. Um, I love that. And worst comes to worse, they the lose. lock curse <laughs> is still there, and they lose outright, and Michigan State is buns. That would be awesome. Um you stole this game right out from from underneath me. I was I was looking gotcha. for my I was looking for my dog first, but I I was like I was like oh that's a good game to keep in mind for the lock. And then you said, is there a problem with me taking Michigan State uh, minus twenty over Western Michigan? I was like, no, gosh damn it, can't, no. It's like I can't. I, I didn't call can't it. I should have. That was that was my fault. And so instead, I was looking around. And I hate. I hated all the lines. I mean, it's an, it's. There's not much to pick from. Um, that's a bunch not, of weird numbers. It's really it, for a lot of weird more. numbers, and it's a lot of it is is a group of five teams playing FCS schools or power five teams playing FCS schools. Like one of the lines was Tennessee minus thirty two and a half over Ball State. Like, like, how do you predict that? I don't really feel comfortable taking thirty two and a half. Um, it's just way too many just points for, for a lock. Thirty-two and a half. I would I would you take know. that as an underdog because you can't get hurt by it. Yep. But I'm not taking that as a as a lock. Are you kidding me? It's too many um, points. And so I was looking, and, and another one that came to mind was Missouri minus nineteen over Louisiana Tech. I don't know if Missouri's going to be that good this year. Nineteen's another weird number. At mm. least you, at least you get twenty and twenty-one, but you also don't get seventeen, sixteen, and fifteen and eighteen. It's weird. So it's a weird number there. Uh, um, so in the at the end of the day, I was just like, well, what's the lowest line I can get? And it was four and a half. Indiana uh, at home against Illinois. I was like, I guess I'm going to pick against Illinois the first two weeks of the season. <laughs> I, I I don't really know why. That, my hair. It, it had nothing. It had nothing to do with me hating. Illinois because I think Illinois actually will win that game. Um, I just I just didn't know what else to pick in terms of in terms of the line. Maybe Tennessee uh, hanging a hundred on on Ball State's more likely to ha- happen because Ball State was terrible last yeah. year. Um, Are you talking yourself out of it? I think I might be. Okay, there we go. We give, just me, got... give me give me Tennessee minus thirty two okay. and a half against Ball State. <laughs> I saw the look on your face. I was like, yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he wants to change it. You know right what? Now. Yeah, we're, we're taking. I'm okay. taking Tennessee. I said Tennessee's gonna win the SEC East. Yeah. I'm hopping on the train early. Let's do it. I was like, yeah, why isn't he taking Tennessee? Now? <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay, screw it. Uh, so, all right, uh, give us a final score then. Um, Tennessee sixty three, Ball State ten. Wow, sixty three. You think they way cover? I do. Ball State finished last in the MAC last year. Yeah, I mean, they were bonds. <laughs> they were terrible. We beat them. Like, I think. I think maybe odds makers are just gonna think. Tennessee is just not, not that good. Yeah. I don't know. And, Interesting. And you know what? I might change my underdog pick now. Wow. Double switch. I up. think I'm going to go Illinois over Indiana <gasps> plus four and a half. Because right now I have Temple plus plus seven uh, at Duke, which is it's a I actually don't don't hate that because I don't think Duke's going to be very good. But why would I just said Illinois? I think Illinois is going to beat Indiana. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I take it? Take it. I'm taking it. I'm changing it. I just changed both my. I went from my lock. Uh, I now have them being upset, and the team they're playing is my underdog. Because I would have got the same number of points Mm. either way. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I am taking the Colorado Buffaloes plus 10.5 at home against TCU. Not only is it a good number, because, you know, 10.5, you get 10, 9, 8, 7, whatever. It is also a perfect number because that makes it three three points, double-digit underdog, if they win. So that's huge. It's not like a nine yep. number where it's like, oh, even if I win, I only get two points. I get three points if Colorado can win outright. I think they can. I think. I don't know if they can win outright, but I do think they can cover it. The thing about playing in Colorado at this time of year is the altitude really messes with teams. That's why Denver, the Broncos are always so good in the month of September mm. is because is because the altitude change really messes with teams before they're really back, like back in a game shape. Yep. It can mess with them. 
I just think Sonny Dykes is too good of a head coach to lose a game to Colorado early in the season. I'll give you this. I saw this today. Sonny Dykes, four seasons at California, oh, no. one winning season. Pretty damning there. Yeah, California is a lot harder to win than TCU, though. That's true. Um, yeah. Um, so as for so we probably did a lot of losing to Colorado. Um, but you got me there. I'll say this: it's kind of a weird pick because when you look at the team of Colorado themselves. They lost so many players to an already terrible team, but I'm like, oh my gosh, that actually might help them. They lost a bunch of their bums. Like, who cares? They had 22 <laughs> transfers or something like that. That's crazy. Which is a ridiculous number. But they also brought in some players who will really help. West Virginia's leading tackler this year is on the linebacker core. Um, offensively, the coach said, hey, listen, we're rebuilding. We're going to try and be better. Um, we lost a lot of guys, but I like this team, like the culture. And guess what? It's a 7 o'clock game. It's right on prime time, or 10 o'clock game, but 7 o'clock game local. So it's going to have all the students there, all the kids, rowdy, ready to go. Week one, ready for college football to be back. Biggest game of the year for them. Well, probably not, but you know what I mean. Huge game. Um, only time on ESPN, probably they'll have all year. Let's call a spade a spade, Colorado. <laughs> um, but, so I like Colorado, hopefully outright at worst. It's a fantastic number, and they cover. So we'll see. Yeah, you get one point. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a solid pick. I saw it. I was like, I don't think Colorado's going to be that good this year. Um, <laughs> Boy, I do not I do not either. But. <laughs> I think TCU is going to be middle of the pack in the Big 12. Okay. So, we'll see We'll see what happens. I'm just excited for college football to be back. Aren't we all? I Aren't hope we so. All at the end of well, the you're day. not excited. I'm, I'm very excited for college football to no, be you're back. you're not. And I'm excited about the games we ended up picking. Honestly. I am too. I think I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun to, to watch those games. The only problem is, I don't think I'll be able to watch Virginia Tech ODU. How come? I'll be at a game. Oh, darn it. But I will be able to, I will be spending Thursday night right here. We will be watching West Virginia beat Pitt and Purdue beat Penn State. I like that. Uh, I like the Purdue part. <laughs> I would take that. If you gave that to me right now, I would take it. Yeah. Um, but hopefully I go 5-0, and oh, get off to a great start. 6-0 and oh actually with the lot. I would eh. like, I would like, to, I'll, I'll take 5-1. and one. I would take, I would take 5-1 and one with a Michigan State outright loss. I would take that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would too. Not a good look for the conference. No, I would take it for you. Like I would love that for you. Yeah, you would love it yourself. I'm sure. Yeah, I would. Uh, and That'd it, be it awesome. would be a black eye on little brother. So we'll see, see what happens. But um, you know, hope for the best, folks. Oh uh, yeah, that was one of our quick. That, was, that will be our quickest picks episode of the season because we didn't pick NFL because we didn't have NFL. And and I feel like we 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 kind of compensated for that and elongated some of our picks, even though um, even though some of these games are like. Kind of like ODU Virginia Tech. Like, we would have yeah. never picked that game. Hey, that's what Week Zero is all about. It's about gritty. It's about who well, wants it's it. It's not more. even a Week Zero game. It's about taking points. It is about taking points. Listen, we said it in our college football um, episode, which here's, here's the magic of podcasting. That's not even out yet. So, at the time of this recording, it's not out, but it will be once this is posted. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Um, take points. Take coaches, take quarterbacks. Mm. Uh, that's that's our motto. Three pieces of table. advice. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that's really our motto. I like it, though. Um, but that's our piece of advice when you're betting. Remember, bet responsibly if you're going to bet. Okay? But take all of our games, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but take all. We, we put like, a lot of winners. But do it responsibly. Don't, do it responsibly. Don't put don't all of, don't put all of your money. On, yeah, don't bet the mortgage. Don't put all your money on any one game unless it's Purdue to beat Penn State. I, I was going to say, don't bet the mortgage 
Unless you're picking our games. I mean, because we picked winners, man. Oh, my God. We really picked winners. Yeah. Well, you got to make sure that the first game you pick is the right one. By the way, because if, num- if you bet the mortgage and lose the first one, then you're kind of out of luck. You bet double the mortgage. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you this much, though. Folks, the numbers don't lie. We were 74 and 58 last year. You know what I well, mean? Oh, I was. Or you were. I was 72 and 58. Yeah. Correct? Um, so we, were, we were fantastic. So we'll call it a split. Um, <laughs> but well, I had two more wins. What are you talking about? Um, did have an, it did have an extra evidence. push, too. Oh, did you have an extra push? Yeah. <laughs> that hurts your winning percentage. It, it actually does, yeah. And and that's and that's why we would have tied last year. Oh. Yeah, cuz I had an extra push. Okay. Um so yeah, I mean, listen, we pick winners. We pick a lot of winners college football. I know what I'm doing. College we are football. so good at college and football. And honestly, in the prime time of NFL, I picked a lot of winners too, okay? And man alive. Well, I picked a lot of good underdogs for college football too, folks. I just have to I have to let you know this in advance before we get to NFL, so you can you can get your ducks in a row. Um, Obert's not on the best streak when it comes to picking football game or to picking NFL games. Um, he finished the season kind of rough. Well, actually, your week eighteen wasn't that bad. I think you I think you went five hundred week eighteen, which was very good because he had a seventeen game stretch where he was one in sixteen. Yeah. Hey, man, it hurt. But week 18, you know why I was good in week 18? Because we were back on campus week 18. For second semester. I think you're right. Yeah, I remember that. And so I was, I was in the zone. No, we weren't. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. <sighs> and so I was in the zone. I was ready to pick those games. It was right after, or I think it was right before the national championship it was, on yep. Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked a lot of winners. So when I'm on campus ready to go, I am now. So why I can't you winners. lock in when we're, when we're not here? I don't know why. I don't know why. Because we'll work on that. What we're gonna do. That? What we're gonna do differently this year is when we're actually not here for winter break and, and Thanksgiving break. We're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to do podcasts. I like that. Um, so that way we can give you this because we we were just putting them out on social media, but I didn't I didn't think like us not explaining like why we like the games. It's not fair to you. It's guys. not. It's not fair to you guys. You should know the reasoning why if you're uh, trusting us with your money. Essentially, mm. um, the only problem is I will be on a vacation for Christmas, so we're gonna figure it out. We'll figure you know it out. I mean? We'll figure it out. If he has to, if he has to do it all himself, he will. Yeah. I don't know how he will, but he will. I'll do it. And guess what I'll, I'll say? I'll be like, and Bryce would probably tell you to take some points, take some quarterbacks, and take some coaches, especially early <laughs> not on Not that the late in the season. Not, oh, yeah, not that late in the season. And then we would, you know, use logic side of the brain, yeah. you know what I mean? Not as much gut feeling. And that's why, you know, when I got into it and when you got into it, we started rolling. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially college football season. So oh, We did. It was, it was fantastic. Um, I think that's... That's it. That's it. Oh, that was uh, week one or week zero. Excuse me. Week zero pick them. Week plus one week pick them, I guess you would call them. Yeah, it is. Plus. Well, so here's how we're going to do it. We're going to have more week one games. The big week one games come next week. I think that'll probably be posted on Friday of next week. That will also be um, uh, an NFL preview um, coming next week at some point. Uh, I believe that's all we have scheduled. Yep. Um, once the NFL season starts and the college football season, well, actually, we'll also have um, some reactions to Week Zero. Um, probably not a ton. It'll probably be a, a relatively quick episode just because not much not much was happening. Um, then once, after the season starts, uh, we'll have our reactions. I think we what, five? Mm-hmm. Five reactions uh, from NFL and from college football. Uh, five of our takeaways, I should say. Yep. Um, we'll have that Monday or Tuesday of every week. Um Probably Tuesday. We'll film on Monday. We won't have the Monday night game. That's probably how it's gonna how it's gonna be. Um, then we'll we'll have our update for uh, Civil War um, weekly, probably every Wednesday. Yep, 
I think like I think it's probably a good probably time to post it. Episode. It'll be short. It'll be 10, 15 minutes, we think, uh, if that. Yep. Um, then we'll do pick them. We'll do pick them probably every Friday. Now, with Thursday night games, because the first the first uh, Thursday night, uh, the, the NFL kickoff game is, is Bills-Rams. We're going to pick that game. Absolutely. So we're probably going to pick the games Wednesday. That would be yeah. my guess. We're going to pick that game, but it won't go up until Friday. So just know that... that we will predict the outcome, but it will it will be posted after the game. Tough that's luck. just that's just gonna, that's just how we're going to have to do it. Sorry, um, folks. Or we're going to do it. We're going to film it Thursday before the you know the, before the game kicks off, and it'll be the same thing post Friday. Um, and we'll else? put it out on social media before the game. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So so you, so so you guys know that we're not we're not BSing you. Um, we wouldn't dare. Also, you could probably tell. Uh, if I was like, oh, yeah, the Rams are going to come out and smoke the Bills, <laughs> and then it, the complete opposite happens. Yeah. You probably tell that, yeah, we we did it at or before <laughs> the game. Um, I think for right now, because it is the busy part of the season, it'll stick to that. Just three, probably three uploads every week. Yep. I like that. Um, and then, as need be, we'll have, we'll have like, a breaking news breaking news because we're not going to be very timely with it um episodes like if there's like a major a major trade or you know something big happens like dan snyder is found to be a terrible person and is banned from the nfl that's wow i hope that would be crazy i hope that happens (laughs) i want because washington's actually a really solid market and 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 he just is a terrible owner an overall person and a person yeah that's true yikes okay I think that's everything. I think this is all house cleaning stuff that we needed. Yep. Have a great one, folks. Yeah. Have a great one. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.